wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Doing your homework is the pre-work before the real work that allows you to make the real work look easy. Dayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is when everything changes. I'm going to tell you what that moment is, what it is that contributes to it, and how you can actually make that happen, how you can really get to that turning point, that inflection point when everything starts to flip and change and go in the direction that you want it to go and you get everything going in the direction you want it to go all at the same time. How can you actually make this happen? And before I get into that, first I'll tell you that I have a daily motivation text. I send out free of charge every day to everyone in my text community. You would like to receive this message. It's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point every day. Just text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when that message goes out, you will be on the receiving end of that daily motivation text. That number's down below in the description as well, wherever you are consuming the show. So where I came up with this, where I got this concept from was I was running outside. I was doing, I ran about seven miles, a little over seven miles, a couple of Saturdays ago from when I'm recording this. And I remember that the night before, well, it's something that I talk about in my book, The Mental Workbook. If you haven't read that book, you can get it as part of the Mental Game Super Duper Bundle when you go get Either of my books for free by going to thirddaybook.com or mirroromotivation.com will offer you the super duper bundle as you go through the steps in the funnel. But anyway, in the mental workbook, I talk about how every day you want to make a request of your subconscious mind. Since your subconscious is always working, even when you're sleeping, so you're not consciously thinking, but your subconscious is doing something, you might as well direct it and give it some work to do because it doesn't need a vacation the way that you know, us human beings, us mere mortals in our mortal minds do. So the night before this Saturday morning run that I did, I made a request to my subconscious mind. I don't remember exactly what it was that I said, 
but it was something around just taking my urgency up, taking my performance levels up. That's what I had not even requested, but demanded of my subconscious. So this Saturday morning I'm running and this is South Florida here. So it is extremely humid at this time of year. This is June that I'm running and it's probably like 80 something degrees at six, seven o'clock in the morning. The humidity is extremely high. You feel like you're you know, drinking warm water every time you breathe, especially when you're doing some kind of cardiovascular exercise. So that's how it was. And I remember that day, my goal was to do a complete run and be under a seven minute per mile pace twice in one week. I knew I would get to it probably by the end of the month. That's what I was projecting. But I had done it all already on Thursday when I, the previous day I had ran. So if I did it again on Saturday, I would already have hit my goal for the month, which is get under seven minutes per mile twice in one week. I usually run like three times a week. So this Saturday, remember I was at about four miles. This is about maybe three and a half miles because I run uh, across the Venetian Causeway and back, which is Venetian Causeway about three miles itself. So I'm at the turning point and I'm halfway through my run. So I'm coming back from the Venetian, coming back towards Miami proper. So I'm over on Miami Beach. I'm running towards Miami proper. And now I got the other half of the run to go. Now, I already told you what the weather conditions are out there. And at this point, and I always hit this point about halfway through at least this Saturday morning run. This is my longest run where my body starts to say, all right, this is a lot of work here. Maybe you should slow down a little bit, ease up, you know, relax a bit, take your foot off the gas and maybe even walk for a little while. Walk for you know, a quarter of a mile and then start running again. So kind of let your body recover. And I thought about it. At this moment, because I've been running pretty, I've been at a pretty good pace. I was right at about seven minutes per mile at this point, halfway through the run. So I know that if I can keep this up and then just push it maybe in the last mile or two, I can hit my goal of getting under seven minutes per mile as a pace. So now I'm on mile four and my body starts to say, maybe you should relax a little bit. Maybe you should walk a little bit. Maybe because it's kind of hot out here. You know, this might be a little bit too much. So I kind of relax my body a little bit. And any of you who does any kind of athletic activity. Actually, if you think about it, when you stop pressing and you actually relax your body, but you keep doing the thing, you actually do better. And in running, this is absolutely true that you don't want to be too tense when you're running, at least not if you're doing something like uh, distance running. Now, if you're doing a sprint, then maybe that tension helps. But actually in distance running, you don't want to be too tense because it uses up a lot of energy and it tires you out faster. So when I relax that tension, I actually start running faster, even though it felt like I was using less energy. So I was able to push through mile four and get up to mile five. So once I got up to mile five, now I'm like, I only got two and a quarter to go. There's no way I'm slowing down now. There's no way I'm going to walk. I'm going to finish this run out. Now, if I get under seven minutes and I hit my goal, great. But if I don't, that's fine as well. But I'm going to finish this run. I'm going to finish this out. I feel great when I'm done. And I was able to push myself. I get to mile six and you know, maybe like five and a half because I'm working on mile six. Get to about five and a half, push myself for the last mile and you no know, three quarters. And I ended up hitting my goal. I ended up doing an exactly 6.59 pace. Let me pull up my running app so I can tell you exactly what my numbers were that day. But I remember I went and did a live stream this day right after this happened because it felt great. And that's exactly where I got this idea. So this was I did a 6.59 pace. My total time was 50 minutes, 17 seconds. And my distance was 7.19 miles. And let's see. So I was at 659 every mile two through four, then 701 mile five, 701 mile six, 702 mile seven. And at last 0.19 miles, I was at six minute, 21 second pace. So I kind of sprinted that last, it was like last half a block that I had to run 
to get to the finish line of my distance. I run the same distance every time. And I remember hitting it. And I remember I was just stretching my calves out right after I you know, walked off finishing the run. And I realized that I had hit a certain point. I realized I hit a certain point mentally in the middle of this run. This is not a physical thing. This is not a physical feat. I'm not telling you all of this story to impress you with the physical feat because I run all the time. I run 10Ks. I've come in first place in my age group and stuff like that before running faster paces than I did on this particular Saturday. But it was something else that happened here. It was a combination of physical preparation, subconscious mind, and conscious thinking that is going to make up the points that I'm going to share here today when everything changes. So when I was stretching out after this run was over, that's when I came to the realization of these points that I'm about to share with you right now. So let's get into it. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is when everything changes. Number one, demanding of yourself to perform at your highest level. So all of these points are a combination of things that are necessary for you to really, really make that change that you need to make. Number one is you must demand of yourself to perform at your highest possible level, whatever that level is for you. The easiest way to know that you're performing at your highest level is to set a benchmark for yourself. What is your highest level? What is the goal? How would you know that you're performing at a high level for yourself? So as I told you, my goal was I need to do two complete runs. I need to finish them and be at a total average pace of under seven minutes per mile for the entire run. That was a high level for me. I knew what that would mean for me and what it meant for my conditioning and me being in the kind of shape that I want to be in. My next 10K race is not until they don't do a lot of races in the summertime here in Miami. I guess it's too hot for people. My next race is not until the fall, not till October or November, but I like to run in the summertime in this humidity because if I can do it in the middle of June, then October, November is a piece of cake. There's nothing. It's not even hard work. So the first thing is you got to demand yourself to perform at a high level and you need to know what this high level means for you, not just something that you feel, but something that you can measure. So this is something you can choose to do. Performing at this high level, you can do this anytime you want. And it's something that your mind and body will respond to if this is very important, if it is treated as a demand and not a request. And that's why I made sure I corrected myself here when I told you I made a request to my subconscious the night before. It wasn't a request. It was a demand that I made in my subconscious mind the night before. We all have levels that we can go to anytime. The problem for all of us as humans is that we grow complacent. Things become normal. We fall into routines. And when we demand things of ourselves, even when we do call them a demand, we treat them as requests, which means a request is optional, folks. That's the thing about requests is a question, which means you ask somebody a question they can apply in the affirmative or they can reply in the negative. A demand is not a question. I'm not asking you if you want to do it or not. I'm telling you this is what's happening. Everything I just explained here can be fixed if you want to make your highest level of performance a normal way of being, but you have to make it a demand. It has to be something that you demand of yourself. I'm going to perform at this level. Now, let's be clear. It's easy for me to just say this, right? It's easy for you to say it. All right, I'm going to demand of myself to perform at my highest level. And usually just saying it isn't going to do much, right? There's another step. There are more steps to go with this, actually at least two more because I got more points. So keeping that in mind, that the first piece of this, this first number in the combination lot is you got to demand of yourself to perform at your highest level, but how do you actually do it? Let's move on. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is when everything changes. Number two, when you do this, demanding of yourself, and it actually happens, you achieve it. And we have all experienced this. Everybody listening to me. There has been a time, at least once in your life, that you can remember when you demanded of yourself to perform at your highest level and you actually did it. 
when this happens, here's what you need to do in this moment. And if it's not happening right now today, I want you to think back to the time when it did happen. And what I want you to think about in that moment is put yourself mentally in that space. When you performed at your highest level as a demand, you did it on purpose. It didn't happen by accident. I want you to think about what your vibration and what your frequency was at that moment. In other words, how were you emotionally and mentally feeling? Where were you consciously? Where were you subconsciously? What was your energy like? What frequency were you vibrating on? This literally means when I say that, what is the energy you were feeling in the moment and the vibration that you were on? And I'll actually help you out by telling you the answer. You were on a high frequency and a high vibration in that moment when you performed at this level. There's no other way. You couldn't have done this at a low frequency and a low vibration. A low frequency and a low vibration. The lowest frequency you could be on is no frequency at all. We call that death. All right, that's when they start planning your funeral. The high frequency and the high vibration is when you are literally radiating a certain type of energy that becomes contagious and it gets other people on your vibe. When you're at your highest possible level of confidence, you are vibrating at a super high frequency. You have the kind of energy that other people can feel that energy. They can almost physically feel the energy coming off of you and your energy attracts other people and it influences other people when you are at a high frequency and a high vibration of energy. Again, all of us have been there and been this person. We've all seen it and experienced it in other people. You've also experienced and seen people who are at a very low frequency vibration. These are the kind of people who you get. You ever see somebody and you just feel you get bad vibes from them? You ever said that about somebody? Like, I don't like the feeling of this person. There's something about this person's energy is just telling me stay away. All right, that's a low frequency. And you ever get around somebody and you're like, I don't know this person, but something about them just tells me this person is somebody. This person is this person is lightning in a bottle. This person is greatness that's about to happen. This person's on the brink of something. I can just feel it, even though I don't know them. That's a high frequency vibration. When you perform at your highest possible level as a demand, you are at a very high frequency vibration. And this is the energy that you're feeling in a moment, and that vibration is always high. There's no way you could do this at any other vibration. And in this moment, when you get into this state, you don't allow excuses. You are not being held down by any stories, old or new, because that's low vibration stuff. And the best performers, here's the thing about the best performers out there in anything, is that they are able to get to and stay at a high vibration energy consistently. And that's why they perform so well so often. It is not because of their talent. It's not definitely not because of things being set up in their favor. It's not because... They are necessarily harder workers than you. It is because it's not because of their physical gifts or tools or anything like that or some access to machinery or any kind of equipment that they have. It's because they're at a high frequency vibration. Now, all those things may contribute to it, but it's the vibration that causes them to be able to do it. And all of this is enabled by, here's the key, this is all enabled by their habits, disciplines, and strategies, which set them up for success. Your habits, your disciplines, and your strategies all get aligned to set you up to perform at your best levels on a consistent basis. So let's just use my example of running. What's one of the things that I did, let's say the day before I had this great run that I'm telling you about, that allowed me to perform at this high level? Well, I probably got a good amount of sleep the night before. I probably drank a good amount of water. I probably wasn't taking in alcohol or eating fried chicken or staying up late or eating a whole bunch of table sugar or processed foods the day before so that the next day when it was time for me to demand of my body to perform and all that humidity out there, I was able to call on my body to do it because I set myself up for success through my habits, 
disciplines and strategies. So see, this is not something that you just wake up and snap your fingers and it just happens and you haven't done the homework. Again, we talked about the episode on doing your homework. If y'all didn't catch that, let me make sure I tell you what it is again. It's episode 1925. Do your homework. Doing your homework is the pre-work before the real work that allows you to make the real work look easy. So what are you doing when it comes to your habits, your disciplines, and your strategies? Are they aligned with your goals? Thinking about what your highest level goal is and what kind of performance you want to demand of yourself. Do you have habits, disciplines, and strategies that are setting you up to be able to actually fulfill that desire? And if the answer is no, then what we need to work on is not the demand. What we need to work on is the habits, disciplines, and the strategies. All right, this is the reason why I told you a couple of days ago why you need a coach. So you can get these habits, disciplines, and strategies in place so that when you make a demand of yourself, your body and your mind don't laugh at you and say, are you ridiculous? Are you crazy? How do you think we're going to be able to do that? You ain't set us up for that. You haven't set us up for that kind of success. You don't want your body to laugh at you when you make a physical demand of it. If your body's laughing at you when you make a demand of it simply because your habits, disciplines, and strategies have not prepared your body to do what you want to ask of it or demand of it. You cannot demand something that you don't have to deliver. All right. I can make a demand of my body because I know I set myself up to be able to do these things. And you could do the exact same thing. I'm not telling you that to impress you, but to impress upon you. You can do the same thing, but you got to do the homework. Habits, disciplines, strategies, folks. What are yours? So here's the question. Are your habits setting you up for success? Are they setting you up for failure or are they setting you up for the mediocrity that exists in between? See, and most people are in between at the mediocrity. If you're listening to this show, you're probably not at the failure level. You're probably at somewhere at the mediocrity level. Most people on average are at the mediocrity level to where you are doing things well sometimes, but you're not doing things well other times. So you kind of vacillate between feeling good and feeling like uh, that low frequency vibration simply because your habits, disciplines and strategies are inconsistent. This is where the consistency comes in. And I just need to be more consistent is not a strategy for success. So any of you who says that, and I got the text messages, I had the receipts. All right, so don't lie. I got the receipts from people who say this. I just need to be more consistent. Yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I just need to be more consistent. Ha ha. No, you need a strategy to be more consistent. Just telling yourself to be consistent is not going to solve the problem. Again, you've had 20 years to do that. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is when everything changes. Number three, this vibration that I'm describing here, and maybe going over some of your heads if you don't think about this and never read about it or anything like that, and this is a real thing, is every human being, every living thing is literally vibrating on a certain level. The actual Earth, the planet Earth is vibrating right now. And I think everybody listening to this exists somewhere on Earth. The Earth is vibrating at all times, but it's vibrating so fast that it feels like it's still. Now, you don't feel like the earth is moving, right? It doesn't feel like it's some kind of earthquake or anything like that. That's because the vibration of the planet is at such a high frequency and is moving so quickly that it feels like it's standing still. That's how fast a vibration can be. This vibration that I'm referring to for you as a human being is a combination of logic and emotion. So it's not just getting tapping into some emotion. It's not just logically thinking yourself into it. It's a combination of both. The logical part is understanding that the strategies and habits and the disciplines predate the high level performance. Like I just said, doing your homework. The emotion is why it all hit me at the end of a 7.2 mile run, because at that moment I was in a mental zone. Here's the point. You can't get yourself into a zone by sitting still and thinking about it. So if you're sitting still listening to me right now, that's fine. But understand to get into your zone, you have to employ emotion. What is emotion? 
Emotion is energy in motion. That's why it's called E-motion. All right. E-energy, motion, action, do something. Logic is me talking to you and you understanding the point. That's just something that you can think about consciously. Emotion is when you put it into action. So in order for you to get into your zone in anything in life, you must not only logically understand what is going to get you there, but you also must physically move your body and put your energy into motion so that you can achieve the high vibration state. You cannot get into a high vibration sitting on the couch. It is impossible. Moving on. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is when everything changes. Actually, to give you one more thing on point number three before I get to point number four. I saw Tony Robbins speak not too long ago, maybe less than a year ago. And he talks about this all the time. Any of you ever seen Tony Robbins in person? He always does some kind of exercise to show people that you have to put your energy in motion. Many of you ever seen Tony Robbins, whether you have watched him, whether you watch him on tape, but I would actually suggest you go and actually see him in person wherever he is delivering. And one of the things that he always does, he gets everybody in the audience to stand up out of their seats and do some type of physical activity that demonstrates this energy and motion thing. I remember I was at this conference and he had everybody, he said, all right, I want everybody in the room to get up and for like one minute, he said, I want you to shake hands with five other people who are in the room and just introduce yourself. And then everybody did it and everybody ended up shaking hands with everybody. You just look around, you can see everyone you know, waking up, shaking hands, getting up, shaking hands, saying, hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, like shake hands with somebody and then go sit down back in your seat. So you shake hands with five people. We all sat back down in our seats. And then Tony said, all right, everybody did that. All right, cool. How do you feel? Feel like you got a little bit more energy than when you were just sitting and listening to me talk, right? And everybody's like, yeah. And he says, all right, here's what I want you to do. Now I want everybody to get up and I want you to shake hands with five more people this time. But this time I want you to shake hands with them as if they're a long lost friend and you haven't seen them in 10 years. And when he says this, everybody just starts laughing because we all imagine exactly how that feels, right? You think about it right now. You know how you're going to greet somebody a little bit differently than how he had you do it the first time. So then he tells everybody to do this. It's like the whole room just becomes this big. <laughs> if you didn't know what was going on, you would think there was some kind of a uh, riot going on in the room. He tells us to go do this. So then when that happens, everybody jumps up out of their seat and we're all running around screaming, yelling. And it's really funny because we don't know each other. Most of the people in the room, we don't know each other. So everybody's running around acting the fool, but it's really funny. But all of our energies go up. And then we all sit down and Tony says, okay, do you see the difference? You see the difference of putting energy in motion. This is what I mean about getting into a high vibration state, high frequency state. You must be moving. You cannot get here by just sitting still and logically understanding what I'm saying, but then you have to energetically apply it. Moving on now, point number four, the key to all of this, everything we're talking about here, when everything changes is when you can achieve this state that I'm describing, when you can get here on call and remain at the high vibration level all the time. This is when everything changes, when you can get into this state and stay at this state. But you must follow all the steps that I'm talking about here. You've got to have the discipline habits and the strategies in place so that you can do this all the time. This process is a combination of the logical and the emotional. And it does not mean that you need to do your longest, hardest activity every single day. All right? You don't have to be running seven miles in order to do this. And listen, I don't go outside and run every day. But you do need a process, a discipline that you will do every day that can get you into this state so that you can perform at your best anytime that you tell yourself to do so. See, you want to be able to make a demand of yourself to perform at the highest level, but you got to have the tools in place in order to do it. Michael Jordan talked about this after his team won the, his first three NBA championships. He left, went and played baseball, came back, 
played a little bit of a season. His team lost, and the next year they came back and they were dominant. They won 72 games, won the championship. And in that offseason, after his fourth championship, his first of the second three-peat, Michael talked about how when he first came back from baseball in that shortened season where the Bulls got eliminated in the playoffs, Michael talked about how he realized that he knew he still had the skills, but he couldn't just do it whenever he felt like. He couldn't just demand of himself to go out and start dominating the game because he had fell off of his habits, his disciplines, and his strategies that allowed him to be that best player. And the reason why he was off his habits, disciplines, and strategies, he was out on a baseball field playing baseball rather than being in the gym playing basketball. So he spent that whole offseason getting his baseball instincts, I mean, his basketball instincts back, habits, disciplines, strategies. So then the next year when he did call on it and demand of himself to perform at a certain level, he was able to do it because he had done homework. He had done his homework. So you had to do your homework on this. So this requires strategies and habits that lay the groundwork to make it easier for you to follow through on this goal. So if you want to be a great athlete, for example, you can't be eating ice cream, potato chips, and fried chicken every day because your strategies will be in conflict with your goals. If you want to be a high-level individual with a high level of status, you can't be hanging out with a bunch of bums and losers, right? Because it's in conflict. There's conflict between what you're doing and what you say your goals are. So you got to get everything aligned. And this is why you need a coach. This is why I talked about that a couple of days ago. It's why I keep mentioning this, because all of this stuff works together. All that said, recapping today's class, when everything changes, point number one, demand of yourself to perform at your highest level. This is something you can choose to do anytime, but you must have done the homework up front. All right. And this has to be a demand that you make of yourself, not a request. Point number two, when you do this and it happens, you got to check your vibration and frequency. That means the energy that you're feeling at the moment is always at a high vibration. But understand, in order for you to perform at this level, you got to have the habits, disciplines, and strategies in place up front, i.e. you've done your homework so you can do this whenever you want to. Point number three, this vibration is a combination of logic and emotion. And to get into that zone, yes, you have to understand the things that I'm saying on a logical level, but you also have to be able to put your energy in motion. You cannot get into a zone by standing still or by sitting on the couch. So number four, the key to all of this is when you can achieve this state on call and remain at this high vibration and on point at that vibration at all times. This process must be a combination of the logical and the emotional. You need a process for doing this all the time. It doesn't have to be you going outside and running at all, but you need a process for you actually doing this. And this requires that your strategies and habits have laid the groundwork to make it easier for you to follow through on the goal and make sure that your habits and strategies and disciplines are aligned with the outcomes that you wish to achieve. If they are in conflict, then a lower vibration probably ends up winning more times than not. So make sure you are checking out all of these things that you're doing. And let me tell you what to do next. First of all, text me to get my daily motivation every day free of charge. And then go to workingyourgameuniversity.com and look at your options for working with me directly so that we can get your habits, strategies, and disciplines in place so that you can stop playing the game at this low level and we can start playing at a high level and you can do it on demand. And that's when everything changes for you. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.